Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Red Dragons faithful. Welcome to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. Hosted by Bo Machanti that features Coach Perry and the next generation of today's Red Dragons players. Welcome back to another edition of the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance located here in Niles, Ohio. If you're looking for that State Farm deal, please give Brandon a call. You can find him there on the Internet, and you can find him there on Robbins Avenue as well. And a big shout-out to Permani Brothers for the Hungry Man Player of the Game and Brandon Miller with those game balls. And a big shout-out to our coach here, Coach Perry. Another victory. It's always a good thing. Uh, Talk about a little bit about last week's game. I thought Lakeview played pretty tough, and they got a couple young. What Nate Fox or that was it? Nate Fox? Is it Nate Fox? Yeah, I'm not. I'm bad. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, Nate Fox, QB. He, he seemed uh, he seemed like he you probably have to deal with him for the next couple of years too. Yeah, they. they uh, you know, I think I touched on last week. I, I thought that uh, their coaching staff is doing a good job with uh, you know bringing their team along the right way. They don't. Uh, they're not trying to do crazy gadget plays or anything like that. You could tell they have a plan, and they want to, uh, you know, execute that plan. You know, to get better fundamentals than that. And you know, I'm sure they were proud of the, you know, second half. They were down 14 nothing, but uh, uh, they came out in the second half and uh, scored a touchdown to bring it to a, touch, you know, a touchdown there. And we only had the ball twice in the second half. We, you know, fortunately for us, we scored both times, uh, and then we gave up that late score right at the end. But uh, while we're passing out, you know, kudos, Bo, I want to thank you. I noticed yesterday you were up in Buffalo covering the Steelers game, back here today. <laughs> Got something going on tomorrow. Uh, Bo's on the move. Uh, it's really cool. You know, our kids our kids appreciate the fact that a guy like you that is so into football, you know, doing this for you, just wanted to give you a shout out there, Bo. Well, it's funny. You know what it is? It's, 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 you know, we started this one because I know you. We grew up together, so it just made it, you know, we spoke about it and we, we were able to bring this all together, but – you know, when my kids were in school, I knew those guys, the kids coming through. And it's so fun meeting new faces that I don't know. And just that's, I think, the fun part for me, that, you know, meeting Antoine Gardner and, and, and today's guest. I, you know, I know who's coming on, but, you know, I get to sit down. I've never, you know, I've never seen him at a friend's house or, you know. So that's the fun part for me. And then I get to see you once a week. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's <laughs> awesome. But really, like, and I, I mean, I know that's what you love. That's what you do with these you dig the country for these unknown draft prospects, and uh, uh, it's just I just wanted to say thank you because it's been um, such a cool thing that you're able to do for our kids. Well, I appreciate it, and like I said, I enjoy doing it. I appreciate you allowing the opportunity to come inside and, and uh, kind of see this thing grow. Uh, so let's kind of get back to it. So, I mean, last week, you know, you go out to Lakeview. You guys take care of business. You know, were you, were you nervous that they're going to look ahead to Poland? Well, we got Jefferson this week. I'm sorry. But, uh, yeah, yeah, my bad. Um, well, I haven't got that sense from this group at all. Um, you know, I, I think there's so much on our plate where we, we've identified, and I think really I'm really happy with our kids, honestly, with the Dale saying. They they could tell you. We sat here yesterday, and I said, Antoine, what do we need to work on? He spit it back to us. So, you know, to that end, I don't know what our missed tackles were yet. But we cut our loafs from 30-some loafs down to, like, 14. And we only had – I don't think we had any in the first half. So, loafs come with fatigue. So, again, a loaf is if you're not going as hard as you can to on defense, you know, running to the ball. So, that zero uh, 
Uh, first half lows was huge. I think Lakeview only had 50 total yards of offense in the first half, and I think their first downs, all but one, were all aided on us jumping off sides, which is very frustrating. That's, that's a big checklist item, something we work on, you know, daily, you know, getting off on the ball, but they were hard counting us. And as I told our kids, I said, you're going to get this for the rest of the year because you put it on film. And it's like if you get a punt block, guess what? Then the next six teams are going to try to block a punt. Uh, our kids have to take pride in, in not making those silly mistakes. I think it, you know, as people watch the Browns game saw that, uh, the Browns defensive line did that a bunch of times. So uh, it's something that we got to get uh, cleaned up. Uh, this, this week was no different than the last few weeks. Uh, there's a lot on there we can get better at, but as I always say, I'd rather clean those up after a win than a loss. So <laughs> we'll take it. You definitely take it. And, and I'm curious. It, we, I, you know, I, I ask you this every week. I ask you at week one, and I'm going to ask you at the final year because it's never going to be a perfect picture of what you want to do. But, uh, you know, in terms of the team right now, I mean, are you starting to settle in, to, you know, who's going to be who and where you are? Or are you still kind of thinking, like, Maybe we need to, you know, to do a more run defense or change that. I mean, I mean, are the players just everything? Well, you always we do what you call self scout. I mean, we did a pretty hard look at that last week. So uh, with today's technology, you know, we could pull all of our stuff on Huddle. We have every play broken down in probably I don't know twenty categories. Uh, Huddle has a service that we pay for to do that. And we just basically filter out and say, well, we're in this formation. What are we doing? Because that's what our opponents are doing. So that. That self-evaluation, um, we take a lot. I don't. I really don't want to say what they are because we yeah. know what they are. And this week there'll be some things in there that hopefully work against our opponents. Sometimes you want to have great tendencies, and then you, you save them for when you need to break them. Um, but uh, that will, ne- like you said, it will never stop. Um, I, I think we've identified for the most part, you know, kids that we feel like should be getting reps in that. I think there's a few on our team that that probably are wondering why they aren't. And, and, you know, we're working with them to say, look, you want to play, you got to do this, this, and this. Because we don't have a, a ton of depth. But, you know, pretty happy with, you know, defensively, if you look at our points given up, I think, uh, you know, that's well, well improved from a year ago. Uh, but I just told the kids the uh, records of our opponents remaining is 18-6. Uh, and six. So, uh, you know, the, the really the teams coming in uh, in the future, starting with Jefferson and Stream 1, we have a heck of a, of a six-game stretch ahead of us. And uh, if we don't improve, then it, it could be a rough road. On the same token, I, I think we have an opportunity to do some special things if we just keep climbing. Definitely. And then you got to do, like, the mindset. I mean, being 3-1 and one and having the ball for the – you know, the heavy hitters possibly coming up in, in the coming weeks. you got to like that. At least you're ahead of the game. And, and that just is a good atmosphere, you know, positive atmosphere in the locker room yeah. where they believe they can win. Right. You know, as a coach, I'm saying I'm still huh. sitting here stewing in a 6 nothing loss to Howland. Right. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the big thing, I think, which got our season going was that effort we gave in Alliance. It was just such a tremendous effort. Um, really put us on a path to get back to here. And here you are. We get to play in a huge game. I mean, uh, Jefferson went uh, lost one point to uh, Gerard last week, 35-34. And they certainly can look back at there. There's just a few plays in that game where it goes their way if they, uh, you know, do some, you know, make a player here and there, which, you know, in close games it always comes down to a player two here and there. Uh, so they are definitely a team. I thought last year, you know, my first couple, two years, I thought they were they were struggling big time. I thought last year, wow, what an improvement. Obviously, again this year, and this this is 
this is a team that can compete in the NEA, and uh, they're going to get people fits for sure. Excellent stuff. Once again, you're listening to Coach Perry here on the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance. If you ever miss any of these shows in their entirety, you want to listen to them at your leisure. You can listen to them at Apple Music, Block Talk Radio, Spotify, and probably anywhere else you can find a podcast. Um, you should be able to uh, find this particular show or all the other shows we've done and listen to them. I, I'm curious. I mean, I, you know, you watch these games and you see number four Antoine Gardner make these plays. What's he like when he comes to the sidelines? Did you ever say anything to him? Uh, Antoine's a, he's pretty emotional player, uh, and I say that in a good way, okay? Um, he wants to make every play. <laughs> He will, what I like about him, he will tell us if he does need a blow. You know, some guys will just want to battle through no matter what. Antoine's pretty smart about his body. He understands that. Uh, but if he's so competitive, if he has a negative play or two, whatever, his frustration will get to him a little bit. And usually I have to catch him off guard and, you know, tell him a joke or, or something funny. And usually <laughs> isn't going to help if I'm just going to be as mad as he is and we can dial him back in. And I can tell you in that area he's really improved. Last year, I used to intentionally try to get, get at him, see if I could break him down. And I could get him. This year, he's a little hard to, harder to bait. Uh, you know, and again, as a coach, like, you have to have that. You have to have an awareness of what kind of kids are in front of you. Now, they're not all they're not all Tom Brady or don't get, uh, don't get rattled. But uh, I think Antoine's competitive is his, is his greatest feature. And, so, you know, sometimes it's a bit of a weakness. But, you know, from his freshman to his sophomore year, I've seen huge improvement right. there. Special teams as well for him? Yes and no. We really like to have him out there. We try to spot him. If, okay, he, if, he, if he just ran, in, you know, if he just ran a long one, we'll probably take him off. But uh, you probably did see him on a kickoff. Uh, we use him on extra point. He does a tremendous job blocking as a wing. Uh, team. So uh, we we don't love to have him there, but uh, you know, you've got a good weapon. You're going to use. Him. Yeah, because I, I I said four with the special team tackle, and I'm like, I oh, like you just you know just. You see him all over the place, making tackles, making big plays. Uh, who got the Brandon Miller State Farm Ball player of the game this past week? Okay, that's going to go out to uh, – yeah, I love when we can do this. I mean, we probably could do it every week, but uh, two alignment, and that goes out to Matt Keeley. Uh, really both sides of the ball, but I'll, I guess we'll highlight where it really stood out. On defense, he had eight tackles, which is a lot for a D lineman, but five tackles for loss which is huge, plus a sack. So that means that six out of the eight tackles he made were in the opponent's backfield. So that, that's, that's a huge number. That, that's one uh, where you want to send a highlight film out uh, for that. And then uh, offensively, I think he graded out at 84% blocking percentage, which is, which is pretty high. And uh, he had something, Bo, I told you before we went on the air. He didn't have two pancakes. He had two double pancakes. So what is that? He got two guys. To the ground. He hit one guy onto the ground into another ground. Think of bowling pins, right? And got both guys onto the ground. I think the one time he did it, he looked up. And he was kind of surprised. There was two guys laying underneath him. He actually did that twice in the game. So uh, he's starting to. Uh, he's getting healthy. You remember he had that hamstring issue. Um, and I think it's finally behind him, and uh, he's getting his wind. So he's getting to play both sides of the ball more. And uh, you know, he's a tremendous player, and he was really deserving of the game ball this week. Yeah, good. I'm glad. And he and I, I think uh, he was our permanent he's hungry man player of the game. I mean, but look, I have it right here, 64 sacks, 64. He forced the, the that first to third down, which made it fourth down, obviously. Another tackle for loss, another, like I said, tackle for loss. I told you, I, I love his energy. Is he the most energetic, frenzy-feeding guy on the sidelines? 
Or is there yeah, something I else think he there? wastes some energy with all the hype. I told him, I've got to dial it in a little bit with the extracurricular. You know, one of the things that happened at the end of that Alliance game, not to go back, but I think it illustrates what you're saying. He makes a huge sack. There's there's 11 seconds left in the game, and he's doing a Mark Gasser, though, for the older, for the dads out there. I love it. And then, lo and behold, Alliance is running back. All of a sudden, he realizes he has to run back. we got one more play to play. Now, that works out in our favor, but let's assume that they would have made that play. He'd be kicking himself because I think he expended a lot of energy there. Uh, he loves playing football. I think he really, if he'll tell you, he loves playing football for Niles. And, uh, you know, he loves when the fans get in it. So if we could have the fans just get in it without him trying to prompt them, <laughs> I think that would that would make, you know, make everybody happy. I, I, I can't argue with that. And, um, and we were talking about this earlier. And, you know, and somebody I want to give a shout-out to, well, a couple guys, um, you know, he, he's so close. I know he did have – I believe he did have a, a cap. I mean, I put, he keeps flashing. He keeps flashing. Uh, Jason Leibert seems like he keeps, you know, putting a lot of pressure – he might not make that tackle, but he's forcing the quarterback out of the pocket. I mean, I know he has some plays, but it just seems like he's an intelligent kid. Yeah, I just so seem like writing his what name you want to down do. more and more. I keep writing that number down. If you're in position a lot, you, like you said, you might not always make it, but you are making the play yeah. because you're freeing somebody else up. Yep. And then another kid, and we were talking about this prior to, we got two hungry men. We got two hungry men this week. and uh, Yeah, so Bear Merlo, um that would have been my, you know, when Bo's not there, and I didn't realize Bo wrote them in the notes, so I don't always get an idea when Bo's able to catch us or not. But I thought Barry, and really one specifically, I mean, he's had a, he's, he's he's been a tackling he's, leader. He's, he's been strong. He's a great job on offense for us, playing tight end, whatever. But there was a play, and this, this is a program play in my book. Um, the ball gets thrown downfield, it gets tipped up. He makes the interception only because of that anti loaf where he's running down, trailing the play. He, he trails the play as we try to preach to the guys. You never know what can happen. Lo and behold, the ball pops up. He intercepts the ball. Lakeview kid comes in, tries to steal it from him. He hangs on to that ball. There's a discussion. I was nervous that the officials were going to say simultaneous possession, but they saw what I saw, which was before the other guy. So he secures the catch. We get a turnover right before it happened, our own four-yard line. We, it points off the board. So I just thought that's where I was going to award that because – the thing that you you could tell them a million times until they see it for themselves, oh, this is why you want me pursuing the ball even though I'm 25 yards away. For him to make that play was such a huge moment in that game, and, uh, you know, we got, he got an INT from it. So yeah. that, that, that's what I wanted to do with that. Then you can go and explain. We're going to have two. We're going to have yep. two because I, I, can't, I can't overrule what Coach Perry says, but uh, we're going to have uh, Carissa uh, work her magic for us, and we're going to award two Permanente players, how many players this week. Because, you know, what it is is, you know, you know, I, 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 and I probably have a problem with this. I, I know I do, but I, you know, I tend to see the same numbers week in, week out. So when I can identify maybe a different number, a different kid, you know, because, you know, I always got eight written down. I always got 64. I always got 54 and four, 20 and 10 and five. But 36, Don Nolan was a guy that I really, again, I, I like to say flash. He just, he just came, you know, just, I took notice of it. So 36, I'm taking notice tonight. And, and you know, I know, I believe he had a tackle for loss, or at least he was part of it with Keeley, with Isabella, you know, 36. And I have him up here again. And so I always yeah, kind of go through my notes. I think you have a down there, too. You had a big sack in the game. Dom is he's only a sophomore. Uh, he's a guy we're just super excited about. Um, he's a tough kid. He, he's a linebacker. Like when you think of what a linebacker is, uh, 
You want that nasty, you know, like Dom, like try to, I got to tell him jokes and see if he's got a smile, like, or he's gonna, like, <laughs> like uh, you know, bite my nose off. Uh, but that's what you love about him. He's just a quiet kid, but he, he's a linebacker through and through. He plays physical. He plays fast. He's a great blitzing linebacker, which we really haven't had that probably since uh, Robbie Seven, you know. So, huh. uh, knowing, again, that Dom's a sophomore is, is exciting, and uh, I think he's, I wouldn't call him a sophomore at this point in time. He's playing more like an upperclassman. So uh, for you to take notice of that, that's really cool. And uh, if Chris can't come through, then, you know, we'll, we'll hook him up with a gift card. So, uh, I appreciate uh, you, both, you know, observing that because he is a kid that doesn't need to be rewarded. Yeah, like well, they all do. And like I said, if we and if we miss your kids, it's not that they're not putting their hand in the pile, as I like to say. It's just, uh, like I said, I, I can only watch so With many the amount bodies. of numbers Bo has here, folks, we probably need an hour and a half because he really is on top of it with uh, grading our kids out. We probably need to hire him on the coaching staff, to be honest with you. But, uh, you know, doing this and trying to be in around a half-hour format, we're obviously going to miss kids, so we do apologize. Yeah. How about this one? Uh, this past game, and then we'll get on to our featured player of the week. But I always like to ask, what was the bonehead play made by Coach Perry this week, and what was the genius? play made by Coach Perry this the week. The bonehead's pretty easy. Um, after that interception we just talked about in Merlo, told our kids we're going to go into victory formation and kneel the ball. But we're, <laughs> we're close to our end zone. Okay, so when you kneel the ball, you got to be careful that you don't take a safety. And what's bonehead about it is we have not practiced victory formations for probably since <laughs> week one. And when we told the kids to get in there, the kids that were in the game were – Misaligned, we got a uh, we got a procedure penalty because we don't have enough guys on the line of scrimmage. Now we're in real trouble because I was up in the forty two. We got to back it up, and we had to call a timeout and get things organized. We ended up escaping, barely getting it out of our end zone and not getting the safety. But that's a coaching error that showed up on Friday. But it's a coaching <laughs> error that was really from early in the week, not practicing it. Again, on the list this week, we will practice victory formation, and uh, you know. It's, it's, you you love to get away with some of these things because, again, I go back to the Browns game, which I watch, you know, the punter drops the ball and doesn't punt it, you know. He, is that something that they practice? Look, you gotta you got to punt that. That kid from Scotland, do you even know? Yeah, you should punt this ball. Um, so we, we do, again, that drill. We talk about Irene. We reduce the special situations. And we had that come up a few years ago, and then we fixed it this year. We didn't put ourselves in that predicament, and we got to learn from that and be better coached uh, to get that. Now, as far as the play, uh, I thought Coach PK was down in pretty well all night, but I did call one play. There we go. I love it. And it was a touchdown. Yeah. I, I felt I had something. I dialed it up, and uh, I told Coach, I'm giving myself a helmet sticker for that one. So uh, we called a counter um, at, I think, the right time when the defense over pursued, and uh, Antoine, you know, scored. So uh, that was the one I was most proud of. I'm going to get selfish for you folks out there because these are some of my favorite things to talk about. If you could devolve. So what do you see that kind of makes you say, you know what, we've got to do this? Like what kind of leads to that? Yeah, some of it's very specific where there's something early in the week where we identify it. Okay. Um, a lot of times it's like, well, the East where we threw that fake hitch and threw the bomb. Mickey caught that touchdown. That was something we saw them doing right before half. So we, we had it and said, hey, guys, remember this? And made sure everybody knew what they were doing. And we told them, like, it's going to be a touchdown. It's going to be a touchdown. So it's usually flash. Uh, that one right there that I saw, it was more of a feeling. 
Um, you know, when you're running, let's say you're running your power to the right and you're running it and you're getting eight yards, and all of a sudden you're getting three or four, it's probably time now. You just get that feeling. I bet you if we pop them with the counter now, because we're still getting yards, but it's not what it was. And I think a lot of times that's where you can you can hit the defense. Steady does steady. You know, it's like a boxer, right? You know, when when do you throw the counter punch? Um, you know, that that's that's a lot of me as a play caller. I just you know you've done it for a long time. It's a feeling you get. When's a good time to call a screen or a boot or something like that? It, it, it's a feeling. And, and I'll tell you, our coaches. It's not just me. Uh, uh, like I said, Paul and I, and actually uh, Kyle Leonard, and even Coach Con, we need a yard. We're just like, Coach, what do you want here? You know, and he knows his guys so well. And he knows, like, yeah, I think we need to go do this play this way and whatever. So, really, we, we're really good at, uh, I feel really confident in how we communicate as an offensive staff calling plays. And then, you know, those defensive guys I turn over, I always say it with them, it sounds like Blackhawk down. They they, they, they're so passionate, and they know exactly what they're doing. Uh, but uh, I don't I don't get too, too involved in what it's doing. It's kind of fun just to flip over and listen to them guys' work because they're, they're just a really, really, uh, uh, you know, like enthusiastic group of guys and, and, and get after it, you know, coaching defense. It's, it's fun. Oh, what a great! This is this is one of my favorite shows we've done. I, I love them all, but that uh, I love that that's some great insight into the program and kind of the mindset of uh, what goes into certain plays being run. And I'm sure for those folks out there listening, that they gotta make some. Uh, yeah, you get to you know, I mean, to to just be completely selfish, we get to be kids for a couple of hours on Friday night. And there's a lot of work, a lot of work uh, during the week. You know, it's seven days a week for 14 weeks or so. I mean, it's. And uh, some of that's fun too, but some of that it's it's taxing on your family. But man, on a Friday night, we get to be those of you who play. Remember that feeling? You get all that over again. The adrenaline comes. Uh, it's a little bit hopeless feeling at times because we're not out there, uh, but we're the next best thing that we that we can be to you know to be able to coach. It's it's it's, it's really a privilege, and uh, it's you know we're little kids, you know and. Uh, uh, sadly, I think when when we lose, we probably take it harder at times than some of our kids do because uh, we we do put so much into it. And as an adult, kids are resilient; they can pop up. You know, I fell down here, but they'd probably be calling nine one one if the kid falls down. He pops up, screams out, braces his knee off, and is back at it. So we're just privileged to be in this spot. And uh, and really, to me, the group of guys we have and how well we get along uh, that that's that's what makes it special. It's it's, it's a great coaching staff for sure. Yeah, I, I can see it. Like I said, it's a very, very positive group. Everybody's always very uh, receptive when I walk in and hello. It just then you guys are always uh, at the thing, uh, scheming and planning and breaking down stuff. And yeah, it's it's it's. I mean, it's all day long. It's all night. When you're you're trying to fall asleep, you're thinking of something. I get a text. It's a coach thinking of something. And uh, you know, it's it's because we feel blessed to be you know, coaching enough. I love it. Well, we are about to bring on our featured Red Dragon of the Week. I'm excited to uh, talk to him. I'm going to go curveball in here, Bo, when I went in to get him right before we started. He he has a new job, and he has his first day, and he wants to be there early, which that's a program uh, pillar, right? I like Be on time, be early. So we're going to switch gears. It was going to be Matt, uh, talk about his performance, but... A guy that had uh, his blocking percentage went way up this week, so you can ask him about that. Jimmy Howe. Uh, Jimmy, I think he's a fan favorite on the team. Uh, you'd be hard-pressed to find someone on this team, whether it be a coach, a player, or whatever, say something negative about Jimmy Howe. And I think you'll see his personality move through. Uh, 
I was talking to Jimmy because he's got he's got a guy he's kind of got that magnet personality to him. I was talking to him about the Super Bowl show, okay? And I was saying we need the coach coach PK was saying we need some swag on this team. I said Jimmy, maybe you could do something like the Super Bowl shuffle. He said, Coach, what's the Super Bowl shuffle? He's like he never. I mean, oh. it, it like breaks your heart. But it, does. it was it was done you know twenty years before it was born, so I can't blame him, but. Uh, so I had to send them the YouTube link out for the Super Bowl shuffle. We're hopeful that one day maybe our kids will, you know, do something for us. But uh, you know, he he's the kind of kid that get something like that done. Yeah, you know, this this generation, they they you could tell them about the past, but they really just they just don't care. No, they just they they don't. Nor should they care. Really, to be honest, the Super Bowl shuffle. Thank you, Gimbo. I'm going to go get our right, coach, and We uh, appreciate you. Much love and uh, best to you and the team this week. Once again, that's Coach Perry as he brings on offensive lineman Jimmy Howe onto the program, and we're going to catch up with Matt Killey as well. Remember, Spotify, Apple Music, Blog Talk Radio, anywhere where you get your downloads for podcasts, um, look us up, and you'll be able to listen to these guys. And here he comes, the big man himself. Actually, I think we ran into each other last week, Yeah, a couple weeks ago. A week or two ago. Well, Jimmy, welcome to the show. Um, pretty high tech studio <laughs> in here, huh? Feel like you're on ESPN City? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, Coach said prior to you come on, he said you, you, you're not going to find anybody barring more loved by players and coaches than yourself. What's, how does that make you feel? No, oh. that you're that endearing to everybody. Uh, it makes me feel good, you know, feeling feeling loved and respected by everyone. You know, I, I think that would make anyone feel pretty good. So. Yeah, that makes me feel good for sure. Now this is a question I ask, and you, you do you got a you got a big smile on your face. Everybody loves you. When do you get all pee off and start you know mulling guys? What point do that that do you switch it? You know, I start hyping myself up and and pregame, and you know even the day of just focusing up the night before, visualizing what I want to do to my opponent, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, that's what you got to do. Yeah, you got to think it through and, and see the vision uh, kind of come to fruition, if you will. So, football is the big sport from the get-go, or did you like doing other things growing I, up? I actually started um, with baseball, and I played that for a few years. And then um, in seventh grade, you know, I thought I would give football a shot, and, you know, it's coasted through there. You know, I've, I've, that's become my favorite sport since then. Yeah? Yeah, and I, I love football. Yeah, you did. I mean, have you always had the size? Always been the bigger kid. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I've always been one of the biggest kids. All right, that's never been my problem. I've <laughs> <laughs> always actually been on the opposite spectrum of that, <laughs> as you can tell. Uh, let me ask you this: So, you guys are I what three and one? And I, for some reason, I kept thinking you had Poland this week, but you have Jefferson this week. And as Coach was saying, it should be a, a very uh, good game because they're well improved, and you guys are doing your thing, but what's it like just the, the, you know, the mindset of this team so far? You know, I think we have a good mindset, you know. I I think, um, you know, our focus, we just need to get more focused and prepared and be ready for everything, you know. Just because this team, you know, in the past, they, they haven't been the greatest, but, you know, coming in now and they're 3-1 and one just like us. Yeah. You know, we have to have that mindset that um, they're a good team, and they are. They're a good team just like us, so. Yeah. You know, we just have to have the right mindset, focus up, have good practices, and continue continue to work. And you're on that offensive line. Usually it's tightest knit group, the offensive lineman, if that's true in your case. I mean, who are your, you know, best buds, who are your cool jeans, who are the guys that you kind of, you know, I guess, you know, go to war with, if you will. You know, I, I'm tight with pretty much my whole team, but 
I had to pick a few guys just to mention, like Nick Arnott, Brad Isabella, Jason Weiber, you know, pretty pretty much my whole offensive line, you know, we, we've all kind of molded together and gotten close. You know, Matt Keeley, um, like Brad, Brad Isabella, like I said, uh, Alex Rayberg, Connor Morris, you know, we, we've all really um, kind of gelled together, you'd say. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, it's it's fun, and and even it seems like you guys have a lot of extracurricular. I mean, coaches, meals, and all that fun stuff. I mean, what's it like just getting together, oh. kind of off the field, but just kind of bonding off it. It's a great time, and you know, um, I I think that's really where we all kind of connected, you know, um, as a group, especially as an O line, and then you know, bringing the other guys along and stuff like that. I I think it just brings us all closer, and it's really good to do. And you know, not. Not even doing like coaches' dinners, you know, just hanging out with each other, stuff like that. You know, it just brings us all closer, it makes us all uh, better, better as a team. When that ball snapped, you guys are doing your thing. You're in that run blocking attitude, and you see number four doing his magic. Uh, how happy does that make you? Seeing him kind of get upfield. Man, it's when when he hits <laughs> when he hits the hole hard, and he's just going. It's it just empowers you, you know. <laughs> it just makes you want to keep going more and more for that guy. Yeah, now Coach was talking about Matt. He's, uh, Matt Matt maybe might exude a little bit too much energy at certain times, and it might be good to reserve it for plays because he gets too excited. In the, in the huddle, is he the most intense guy, or is there somebody that is in that huddle that's more intense that we just don't see or hear? No, I'd, I'd say Matt's pretty intense. You know, we're we're all intense in our own ways, but okay. I'd say I like Matt that. is the most intense, and, um, you know, he's like, hey, we just got to keep rolling, keep rolling, stuff like that. You know, just keep keep moving the ball, keep going. Who's who's probably got the? This is kind of a big question, I guess. Who's kind of got the most? Uh, maybe not the most. Yeah, we know the most energetic guy, but who's that guy that kind of when he says it, it's like go time. Could be you or a teammate, anybody. Like when he says it, you know, like I'm like, come on, guys, let's go. Wait, wait, wait. I can't have both just ramming, but when this guy says it, he's serious. You're like, oh man, like it's it's serious. Um, that's a good question. Um. I mean, as far as a player, you know, Matt kind of gets us going. Um, Nick Arnott, he gets us going too. Keeps us, keeps us, keeps us focused, especially mm-hmm. in the huddle. You know, if we have a bad play or something like that, just uh, keep us rolling. Even Chris Rayshaw, you know, um, he comes running from the sidelines trying to say this play really fast, and then he's like, "Come on, we got to get the first down. We got to keep going. We got to keep going." You know and that? Yeah. Excellent. Well, I don't want to keep you too late, and it's, it's, I'm, I'm glad we got to get you on. Like I said, new faces, and I, we did. I, I ran into Jim um, one night. He was leaving. Uh, but I don't know if you ever listen. We always like to end the show. We call it three and out. Just a few off-the-wall questions. Now, I always reserve this. When I do the college guys and I have offensive linemen on, I always do this question first. Usually, offensive linemen are the bigger guys, the bigger eaters. Who's the biggest eater? on the Niles McKinley Red Dragons front line, and what was the most impressive meal you've seen them throw down? Without a doubt, on the offensive line was Matt. I mean, <laughs> I remember we went to coaches one time. I mean, this guy put down, like, before before the, even the main dinner, he was putting down, like, chips and dip and all this other stuff. <laughs> and then the main meal, he had, like, three plates. And then, I like, then we had dessert, and, like that was just like it's warm up. You know, dessert. He had two more plates of dessert. It was crazy. But um, not even on the front line though. Noah Dirt, he can put down some food too. Really? Yeah. Nice. One of the wideouts. I was surprised by him too. He, he can put down a few plates. You know, and actually, you know, it, it, since I'm probably closer to size to, to Noah than I am to Matt, um, I, I'm I'm pretty good pound for pound. 
<laughs> yeah, like I can surprise you. Yeah, yeah, I, I do have a little bit of a reputation, to be honest with you. Like surprising, but but truthful. Um, how about this one? Are you a better singer or are you a better dancer? I mean, I can't really sing, so probably a better dancer. Fair enough. I can bust some moves. I can't do either. <laughs> you're, you're already ahead of me. And sticking with food, I always wrap the show up with this one. Um, could be anybody in your family. Who's the best cook? in the Howe family, and if you could have any celebratory meal after a victory prepared for you by that person, who is it and what are they going to make? I mean, my whole family cooks pretty good, you know, my mom, my dad, but, I mean, I'd have to go with my grandpa um, making, like, ham and scalloped potatoes and some, like, broccoli or something like that. That, that would be that'd be awesome <laughs> after a game. Well, hey, Grandpa, you're now, hey, you're on the hook. If, if, if they are victorious over Jefferson, you know what to uh, – Make for your grandson come Saturday afternoon. Is that fair enough? Oh yeah. And you guys can watch the Buckeyes. The Buckeyes is that the team? Or, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I, I'm, I'm, I, I just I have no favorites, so you're not going to offend me. I'm more of a. I like Pitt. I um, think Pitt's my favorite team. I cover Pitt. Yeah. Yeah. As so. far as like big school, probably probably Ohio State, Penn State, yeah. one of those two. Yeah. Pitt, they, they went beating Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I was impressed. Yeah, that's usually the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they come back. They beat Delaware fifty to nothing, and then yeah, but yeah, I was, that was impressed. Kenny Pickett's a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's, he's pretty tough. Well, hey, I appreciate you sharing your time. Like I said, and, you know, the other thing, guys, when these guys come on, I mean, they're taking time out of their day too. I mean, he's been in school all day. He's just had practice. He's been watching film. It's almost six six o'clock, six thirty, and you know, these guys are staying over. So uh, just a big shout out to the players for all coming and on and sharing some time. With that said, man, uh, best of luck to you. Thank you. And the team, we appreciate you stopping by. And uh, remember, folks, Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance for your insurance needs. And a big shout out again to Permani for the Hungry Man Player gift cards. Uh, very nice gestures by these people as they uh, continue to help this program. And as I like to say, put their hand in the pile. As always, we appreciate you stopping by. This has been a C2P exclusive.